This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. So we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. Good morning, beautiful people. Good morning, Facebook Live. Good morning, FM Frequency. And of course, to the aunties and the uncles listening to the show right now, wondering why these young kids are being so disrespectful with this lacious language. My name is Stanley Fitz, and I'm your favorite engineer on the PC ones and twos. And I got eight hours of sleep last night, so I feel really good. Not really eight hours, but I feel like I got eight hours more. Mostly because I drank a lot of liquor before I went to bed. So it's great right now. Oh, so you had a really deep sleep. A very you deep sleep. You were in that REM mode of sleep. That, that REM mode of that sleep. That Duce sleep. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes. That's that liquor sleep. <laughs> okay, yeah, liquor sleep. But like, you want to talk to me? I want to talk to you too. Talk to me on IG, Stan Fritz. Talk to me on Twitter, Stan Fritz. Can't talk to me on Facebook. I'm still suspended. How long am I suspended Stanley, for Stanley, when now? are you going to be unsuspended from Facebook? It was Never. a 30-day suspension. Never, because as soon as he gets unsuspended, he's going to find a way to get suspended Yo, that's what again. happened last time. I got suspended <laughs> seven days. I came back on him like, yo, I'm back. You know, and then up. he said something about white people and then got suspended again. Ugh. I mean, something that was valid. I mean, but apparently Facebook says you're not allowed to do that. The whites are trash. You know, it's not my fault. Not white, not like Alyssa or like white people individually, but the system of white supremacy and also a lot of white people in, as individuals too. But that's not the point, right? But at least you explained. Thank you for the clarification. Mm. Um, and welcome everyone to Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. My name is Selena Hill. Forgive me if you hear the cough drop in my mouth. I came down with a little a little cold, but you know what? Bubonic I had to press plague. on. What happened? None, none. Um, so, yeah, so this is a show where we talk politics, pop culture, social issues, foreign policy, and we do that all from our diverse perspectives. Shout out to everyone who is watching us now via Instagram, everyone who is watching us via Facebook Live. We have a lot to talk about, and guys, you have to chime in. We're going to be talking about the egregious abor- anti-abortion bills that have been passing around the country and what that means. But before I go any further, let me throw it to my co-host, Alyssa Fuchs. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. My name is Alyssa Fuchs. I am your political and legal correspondent, of course. Um, I'll be telling you all those legal important things that you need to know about some of those anti-abortion laws. Um, but before we get there, you can, of course, find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Alyssa Fuchs. That's I-L-Y-S-S-A. F-U-C-H-S, if you're nasty. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter, at Alyssa Fuchs, or on Instagram, Alyssa.Fuchs, spelled the same way throughout all of that. Again, that's I-L-Y-S-S-A-F-U-C-H-S, if you're nasty. Good morning. And good morning. You know what? I didn't. Did I give out my Instagram name? I don't know, but why don't you tell us again? It's Miss Selena Hill, and Miss is spelled with an M-S. All right, guys, so remember that. Because she don't got no man. (laughs) What? That, that she's married to. Uh, 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 anyway, um, <laughs> that's what you said. That's why it's MS. No, I said because it's no one's business. Okay, it's nobody's business. She's not, she's not, she's not married. married. By the way. You're wondering. <laughs> Neither am I. There's no big deal in that. Mm. Neither is Stanley. Yeah. I'm and not. the only correspondent we have that is married is unfortunately not with us today. Because we miss her. Because she's with her, her whole husband. But you know, shout out to Jackie and uh, her family. You know, mm. we send in them our love. Jackie's yes. the only one that won and get chose 2018. Seriously. Like uh, Jackie got chose, but anyway, Yo, Selena, can we have a huh? show one day where we just like read the DMs that guys leave to you? Because just so we can laugh at them. Can we t- is that a show where we talk about toxic masculinity? I don't get that many crazy DMs. I've gotten some crazy DMs, but not that crazy. Selena, we, no. you have told. Well, you know what? 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 Like, no, say it. You remember that time you were like talking to somebody and then like he just pulled up from forty. 
What? What? Uh, I can't even use. So pretty much, Selena. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want to say it because I didn't know if you wanted the whole radio world to know. Like you were just having a regular conversation. He tried to kiss oh, you. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like there was no inclination that you well, wanted to be kissed. Put he it was like, like oh, what time is that? And you was like, it's. Like, well, put it like this. Uh, there's, there's, didn't, didn't the president say you just, you know, you just grab them? This is the Hennessy era. This is before Trump. Go, uh, ahead, go ahead. No, Selena. right. This was still when Obama was president. No, mm-hmm. I, but you know what? The craziest interactions I've had happen in real life rather than on social media. So to mm. your point, Stanley. Damn. But anyway, we have a great show lined up. Before we get into the conversation about the abortion, the anti-abortion bills, we're also going to be talking a little bit more about Trump during the news roundup. I know Drake got some fake ab surgery we should touch on that what? really quickly allegedly <laughs> no you saw that right drake went to columbia and got fake abs Yo, I should do he that. got co- cosmetic surgery so maybe stanley you may want to mm. consider because now mean, he's, you may want to consider that stanley i'm not well, ashamed you, of that wait, Listen, you, wait, you my beard's wanna, real my hairline's real my stomach can be you, fake you may want to consider the fact that in 10 years that's not going to hold up and it's going to be all marshmallow. So it's that. like a shape up. You just get lined up again. You know, get the razor, get the, go to the Dominican barber, get it handled. I'm doing it. Well, so yeah, so Stanley's tiss, all tiss. for it. Anyway, yeah, so we have a lot to talk about. And of course, guys, if you want to let your voice be heard, you can call us up at 212-650-6903. Again, that's 212-650-6903. Zero. <laughs> Zero Zero all right. We see where your mind is at. <laughs> okay, Alyssa. <laughs> Or you can leave us a comment on Facebook Live. We are live on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash let your voice be heard. And you can also leave comments on Instagram. Please let me know what you guys think about these anti-abortion and if, bills. And of course, if you want to leave us some money, you can do that too at uh, patreon.com slash beheardradio. Yep. And we will, of course, put that link in the comments. So Absolutely. You can uh, yep. you know, leave us a comment with your money. Yes. Okay. <laughs> on that note, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. Mm. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. After the status, after them impact statements, after the castle, hey, JR. Do you see how I act when I sleep? Yo, I'm washed now because when I don't get sleep, as opposed to when I do get sleep, I act way different. I have so much more energy. And when I was 22 and fueled by Hennessy and push-ups, it didn't matter when I went to sleep. I still felt fine the next day. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yo, are we washed? Yes, pretty much. I mean, once you get past 30. Happy happy 30. It all goes downhill. I mean, never age, Sydney. Never age. (laughs) So we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM. The The Voice of Harlem. Thank you for that. So, again, we have so much to talk about. I mean, Mayor de Blasio is, I think he makes the 24th president, I mean, candidate to run for the president. Yeah. The presidency in 2020. Um, yeah, so let's talk about that and all the other news stories that made us laugh, cry, extremely upset, get banned from Facebook like Stanley this past week. <laughs> I okay? didn't get banned this week. I didn't, oh, it was last week. I got a warning on my burner page, though. You you know, Stanley, like, I don't know what it is with you on social media. It why isn't you keep my getting fault. So, like, I said banned. that white people <laughs> age like spoiled milk. It wasn't me? Is that, that that's it? You're taking the line from Shaggy today? No, it wasn't me? I was in the group about, like, black don't crack, and then there was a white girl in there. She was like, how come white people don't look like this? And I said, white people age like spoiled milk. That's but horrible, I know, Stanley. But, like, sometimes I get petty. Uh, sometimes I'm not always petty so speaking of getting petty so like I mentioned Mayor de Blasio has thrown his hat into the ring Um, I think on Thursday he made the announcement stay home Bill (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what are we thinking? What are we thinking? I mean, hold on. But here's the thing. I think he has like a, a net zero approval rating well, as of now. Yeah, like, yeah. why is he running for president? Here's my thoughts. One, I voted for Bill de Blasio because yes, at the so time when he was running for mayor, I thought he was the best candidate out of the field. In 2013? Yeah, I think that's when it, when it was. Yeah. I mean, one of the other people running was Anthony Weiner, who ended up then going to jail for the Carlos, Carlos Danger thing. So, Yo, you know, let's just talk about who was in the field then. Um, that said, I don't know if he's really done a great job here in New York City, you know, with the exception of his universal pre-K, which is a signature achievement, which has been pretty good. But other than that, you know, he just fights with Cuomo all the time. The subway's falling apart. The buses are falling apart. Unfortunately, our transit correspondent, Jackie, isn't here today to tell us about that. Um, and now he wants to run for president. And I think, like, my biggest grievance with this is just, like, why do mediocre white men just think that they can run for president? Like, when He has a black son, Alyssa. Okay. That like does that yeah, maybe important, but he's still like it still comes back to this like all these mediocre white men that like think they can be president and they just like jump in and they're never gonna win and now here we are, twenty four people are running for president. But like if you have a black son that proves that you (laughs) like care about black issues. Or if you know you're a white woman or like a woman of color, nobody pays attention to you when you're running for president because some mediocre white man is doing so too. He has a black family. Okay. So that's important. No, I mean, I mean, look, I'm not discounting that. Being, I'm being, being sarcastic and facetious, there's enough stuff for him to be doing in New York City. <laughs> Seriously, there really is. We have eighty thousand people homeless across the state, and a good chunk of that is in New York City. Housing is far too expensive. There's people who can't afford to live in their homes now. Thirty-eight percent of the people who are homeless in New York City have full-time jobs. Mm. We could. He. There's a lot of stuff that he could take care of in this city right now. I don't understand why he wants to go and run for president when, like, there's, there's, like, I'm not going to go. It's like when you were a kid and you was like, Mom, can I have McDonald's? And she was like, there's food in the house. There's food in the house, Bill. Like, (laughs) make a sandwich. That's a good metaphor. That is. I would say my theory is this falls into his larger political aspirations some way, somehow. To lose at a national scale? (laughs) (laughs) No, what I'm thinking is after, you know, his term as mayor is done, he's either going to run for governor or maybe he wants a position in the the cabinet if a Democrat president does win, if a Democrat wins the presidency. Listen, not to make make a weird Mussolini reference here, but he only gets my vote for president if the trains start running on time. I mean, hey, that would garner my vote as well. Well, but in his defense, that's Cuomo's job. Yeah, that's so. true. That's but, true. you know, he could do something to work with Cuomo to actually make this work properly he instead c- of constantly being in fisticuffs with Cuomo every other day. Once again, in his defense, it's not him. It's really Cuomo's the one that's being problematic and, like, messing things up. Well, uh, well. speaking of people running for president, um, we Another know... One? What? Another person? No, no, no. I was just going to say that Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Mm. Harris, they have both said in the past week that even though they are running for president, they do not. They refuse to go on Fox News. And I want to just add one thing before I get your reaction to that. Kamala Harris has been um, a lot of people have been asking her, like, hey, would you consider joining the ticket with Joe Biden? We think that would be a, a winning ticket like Joe Biden president and Kamala Harris is vice president. People said that will galvanize a lot of people on the left to go to the polls. Kamala's response was, hey, that sounds like a good idea. I would love for Joe Biden to be my vice president. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's a great yes, answer. She yes. yes, she did. Yes, she did. Okay, Shanae, I see you <laughs> <laughs> And she did it again. Look at this. Yo, you remember, well, listen, you won't, but remember, remember back in the 90s when, like, you said something to a girl, she'd be like, oh, yes. And, like, I, what did that mean? 
It had no I thought meaning. That was like an as if whatever from like Clueless. yeah, it was white dot com. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. No, it was Stacy Dash was in Clueless. White dot com. That was happening well before Clueless. It's emphasis, Stanley. It's, it's just emphasis on what you're saying. I think it means run up or get done up. I think that's what it means. It's not, but that's what Kamala said. Mm. Um, feel free to chime in. Well, real quick, so, so you guys who can't see on Facebook Live, we got a new intern, Sydney, and she's over here trying to school me on what the run up or get done up finger snap thing means. If you know what that means and you speak black woman please tell us what it means <laughs> but um kamala can very much so be president and if joe biden wants to be her vice president he should i don't care who wins the nomination for president every single candidate and there's literally a damn near a candidate for every state now <laughs> needs to be campaigning hard for whoever the nominee is so that we can get this bag of folded dog crap and egg yolk out of the office you know they're talking about trying to start a war with Iran right now? Oh, yeah, yes. I know. When they asked they asked the president if we were going to go to war with Iran, and his response was, I hope not. No, no, he was like, hope <laughs> not. No, no, no. Literally, he said, no, no. hope not. Dead up. Like, it's uh, your decision. You know, that reminds me of a job I had um, at McDonald's, and I'm like, yo, I'm in a fry machine working? He's like, maybe. I'm like, you're a fry guy. What, like, what do you mean, maybe? <laughs> oh, God, what are we doing? Um, Robert Paradox Gonzalez says, the field is too wide. We're going to see a lot of backstabbing while Trump will downplay them all. This is how he won the last time i think that's a valid comment um and you know we'll see how the field gets narrowed as time goes on it is very early but it is uh, true that there's a, a lot of people running and some people that are backing bernie are saying that the reason why this is happening mm -hmm. is that because of the change in the dnc rules which says that the superdelegates are not allowed to vote on the second ballot yeah. if there's so many people running then there's a good chance that this is not going to be decided on the first ballot at the convention and therefore it will make it go to a second ballot where the superdelegates can then vote and this is basically a whole plot by the dnc to steal the nomination from bernie but oh, i don't know if that's really the case i mean look i, I just think uh, and look I, i'm i like bernie i'm probably gonna vote for liz warren at least that's the way i'm leaning right now um i do think there are really good bernie people out there that are doing hard work um that care about policy and that are going to eventually end up supporting whoever the candidate is but i do think there's a lot of people still bitter about what happened in 2016 that are trying to make up these theories which may or may not be crazy, I think they're a little crazy, to try and automatically claim that the election is being stolen from Bernie before anything's happened. And we should just take note that there are 45,000 Democratic candidates running for president <laughs> because a good chunk of them are just running for book deals and are running to raise their profiles. Pete Buttigieg of um, Indiana couldn't even win a U.S. Senate seat in his own state. He's, you know, he's probably not going to win president, but this raises his profile. We saw yep. this happen on a local level in New York. Jermani Williams ran for lieutenant governor, lost, but did very well. And that pretty much like helped give him the name recognition and visibility he needed to win a very crowded public advocate race with 32% of the vote, even though there were about like 11 to 12 candidates in there. So expect to see a lot of people drop out and position themselves for cabinet jobs, drop out to get book deals, drop out to get reality shows, drop out to get consulting contracts. The, all these things. And also, when you're talking about electoral politics, especially in the modern age, one of the most attractive things in these pieces is the email list. So even if you're not a viable candidate, you can leverage that email list now to make money, to make relationships, to have power. So somebody like Pete Buttigieg, who has young white people frothing at the mouth because obviously he knows a struggle is because he's gay, they're, they're going to be really pumped when he loses. And now he can go to Kamala or Bernie or Elizabeth Warren and be like, you want my list? Give me $25,000. Like, 
float out a rumor that says I'm a top candidate for vice president. So you're going to see a lot of that happening across this political process in the future. But let's stop talking about Pete Buttigieg. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about fake abs. Oh, I was going to say, let's talk about Liz Warren instead and how she didn't want to go on Fox. But we can talk about fake abs. Selena, Drake got a, a, a stomach surgery? What's, what's going on over here? Allegedly. So, so allegedly, so everyone knows that Drake has always been on the hefty side. Yeah, Drake is a thought. No, exactly. He's still a zaddy, whatnot. Mm. But he's always been a little, you know. He wasn't hefty lo- when he played that yeah. character on Nickelodeon. Drake has never been hefty. Yes, first of all, when he was wheelchair Jimmy back in Degrassi, he was skinny, but yeah. he's, oh, he always wears black to hide and camouflage his weight. So anyway, he took a picture where That's he a was... That's a good idea. <laughs> he mm. took a picture and he was just showing his abs and then I forget who called him out. Maybe you guys can remind me. And they were like, oh, stop running. You know that you went to Columbia to get your fake abs. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Why does he have to go to Columbia? He has money. I think that's where you they do, do the it surgery. In the States. Oh, they don't do it? Why would you get... I what? thought they do do that surgery in the states. They, I think everyone like liposuction. I think is done wherever, but I think he just wanted to keep a low profile. I'm going to Costa Rica in, in July. If I come back looking slimmer and better in shape, it's don't you ask got pregnant? me. Oh no, no wait, sorry. It's I because I just worked out a lot while I was there. Okay. Okay. Just allegedly, enough, you know? yeah. allegedly, yeah. So, um, and doesn't, you know what? Doesn't Costa Rica have like a really high rate of sex workers? That's How do you know? Uh, you know, somebody <laughs> once told me that. Oh, yeah. That, that's, why you're going to, that's why you're going to Costa Rica. I'm telling you, Ireland. Claudia Laurent just left a comment on our Facebook Live. She says, they do it in the States, Dr. Miami. Thank you, Claudia. That's true. They do do that surgery in, um, in the States. You know, but some, you know, if you want to get it in the States now, it's going to cost more money because China's not going to be importing the stuff anymore that they need to do that surgery. I thought they dropped the tariff. All those chemicals. That's all going to be on that tariff. I thought they dropped it. No, it was Canada that dropped the tariffs, right? Yeah. So if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, there's been a huge trade war and the Trump administration has been adding tariffs to ally countries like Canada and England and frenemies like China. So apparently... America and Canada have agreed to both drop their own tariffs. So that should bring the price of certain um, products down a little bit. But keep the price of other things up. Um, so Coronas and Avocado, which come from Mexico, the price should drop for that slightly, which will be good for us because I love alcohol and also nature's butter, a.k.a. avocado. But 99% of the goods that we buy in the United States, actually maybe 99 is a little high, but it's a high percentage, are made in China or have components that are made in China. And so what I think a lot of people don't realize is that a tariff is a tax, and it's not a tax on China, it's a tax on uh, the American people. Because when you put a tariff on a good that's being imported from another country, that raises the price on the good here in the United States. Why? Because if Apple has to pay more money to import the products that it needs to make the phones, then Apple's going to raise the price of the phone when you go to buy it. Apple's not going to pay that cost itself. It's going to offset the cost to you. And that's why tariffs are taxes and they're taxes on Americans. And no matter how much Trump says that China is going to be paying, just like he said, Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Trump is a liar and you're going to be paying just like you would be paying for the wall. You are paying for the tariffs. Um, Yeah. you know, look, that's how it works. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're a liar. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. But just to go back for a second, Robert Paragox Gonzalez said, why is it okay that we can love thick girls but not thick men in response to the can I just, fake story? Like, ro- thank you for leaving that comment. I literally had to, I laughed out loud, but I covered my mouth. You know what? I just want to say, I, I anybody, regardless of your size, love yourself. And of course, there are going to be people who love you. And I also want to say that PR Jade from uh, Instagram, she left a comment also mm-hmm. saying, 
saying that Ronnie from Jersey Shore admitted to getting, I guess, the fake ab surgery as well. So, yeah, it's a big thing. Both men and women are getting um, cosmetic surgery. I know Cardi B herself also admitted to having liposuction not too long ago after she had baby culture. I mean, it's I mean, it's a part of the world that we live in where it's I mean, we're all not us, but like a lot of these celebrities. So I got to go to Planet Fitness, work out five days a week, ride my bike three days a week and lose one pound. And Cardi B can go to Dr. Miami and get it done in an hour and a half. Pretty much because she can afford it. All right. It's fair. I mean, and she looks great, by the way. And I was just really happy that she even admitted that she got liposuction because I feel like celebrities try to put her on a front like, oh, my snapback was crazy. No, it wasn't. You went under, you know, you got the surgery. It just is what it is. Um, yeah. So that being said, guys, continue to let your voice be heard. Of course, you guys can call us up at 212-650-6903. We're going to go on a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about, again, these egregious anti-abortion laws across the country and what this means, especially for women like us. Hey, damn, you guys missed three minutes of litness, city girls, and Somali music. That's what <laughs> that's Literally. What that was. Thanks to our engineer, Word. DJ Stanley Fritz. Word on the PC ones and twos got my reputation back, and I didn't even need the CD player for it. We're back, guys. If you're watching on Facebook Live, we just got back. We lost you for a second. Come back. Join the conversation. We're in a good mood. We're loose, and we're here to talk our junk. But you know what? You're not here to listen to me. You're here for Selena. Selena, school them. Um, <laughs> they're here for all of us, but thank you so much for that, Stanley. Mm -hmm. um, as we were saying, guys, we're going to be talking about these bills. And sorry for any of the technical difficulties. We're trying to reshare the show now. Uh, that being said, so we actually are yes. resharing the show, and it's back up at the same okay, stream. Okay. Um, uh, unfortunately, if you were watching the original stream, it seems not to have been saved, and, and we can't see your comments anymore, unfortunately. But we should be back up on the same stream that we were on before. Okay, cool. Thank you for that, Alyssa. So uh, that being said, women liberals and the pro-choice movement are up in arms over the recent anti-abortion bills that have passed in Republican states. Last week, Alabama signed the most aggressively anti-abortion law in recent American history, which only permits abortions if the mother's life is at risk or if the fetus cannot survive. That means you cannot get an abortion in Alabama if you were raped or a victim of incest. That's how egregious and extreme this bill is. Uh, performing an, an abortion in Alabama, Alabama would also be considered a felony as the legislation defines a fetus as a legal person for, and I quote, homicide purposes. Alabama's governor even went as far to call, actually compare abortion to the Holocaust and genocide. I know they're bugging out there in Alabama. But you know what? Alabama's not alone. Over the past few months, several states, including Missouri, Ohio, and Georgia, have pursued what is called the heartbeat bill. Now, this is legislation that would ban abortion as soon as a fetal heartbeat is detected. And we know that a fetal, a fetus's heartbeat can be detected as early as six weeks before some, most women, know they're even pregnant. Now, in Georgia, physicians would actually be punished for performing an abortion um, if it's after 20 weeks. Um, 
and the only way that a woman could get an abortion in uh, Georgia after that uh, time period is if she was raped or, or was a victim of incest. But she has to file a police report, which is a discussion on its own. Now, in Missouri... Governor Mike Parson, he is expected to sign a bill that would ban abortion after eight weeks. However, doctors who perform abortions later than eight weeks could face five to 15 years in prison. And I just you know, want to make a note that doctors would be punished even more severely than rapists in a lot of these cases. Now, all of these bills are in direct violation of the 1973 Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision, which asserted that Americans have a fundamental right to an abortion until a fetus is up to, I think, 21 weeks. Uh, yeah, 21 to 22 weeks was yeah. essentially the point of viability. Absolutely. However, these bills are designed to provoke the Supreme Court to make a ruling that would either weaken the Supreme Court ruling itself or maybe even overturn it. So I want to open up this discussion by getting you guys' reaction. I know a lot of you guys are posting about it, tweeting about it, writing essays about it on Facebook. What has been your reaction to these bills? Stanley? I'm not surprised that the South has went out of their way to to pass these bills. I'm just surprised at how strong and like aggressive they are out the gate. And I thought we had gotten to a point where maybe they were trying to repeal abortion, but they wouldn't just go this far. They're talking about not even making exceptions for rape or for incest. These are the same states that have tried to stop bills being passed that would that would like have stricter and harsher penalties for people who are involved in incest or incestual rape. So it's just kind of scary. And people always make the comment that, we're, oh, we're heading towards The Handmaid's Tale, which is a show about a dystopian world where um, most women can't have children anymore. So the women who can still have children, they lock up and force to have sex with men and impregnate so they can give their kids to other people. And I know people like exaggerate sometimes when they say that, but it really feels like that's the direction we're heading in right now. Yeah, I mean, look, this is really no surprise to me. I said this last week when we had part of this conversation. I know we're expanding on that this week is this is exactly what Republicans wanted. And this is why, you know, without going back to relitigate the entire 2016 election, when they've done polls and they've asked Republicans who said they were never Trump, why they nonetheless ended up voting for Trump. The number one reason why is they knew that he would have the opportunity to fill at least two, maybe more Supreme Court seats. They knew he would have the opportunity to fill multiple uh, seats on the federal judiciary, starting at the district court level, going up to the circuit level, and then, of course, at the Supreme Court level, as I said. And the the angle on this is that they knew that that would help them get conservative decisions on issues and possibly get things like Roe versus Wade overturned. I'm going to talk more about the legal aspect of it later on in the show. Um, but, you know, in that sense, is really not surprised. The, the other thing, though, that I wanted to mention about this is just, you know, my first reaction is just how anti-science this is um, and that is because um, and this is there's a really great article that I'll direct you to and we'll post the link in the comments um, in the Washington Post called what we don't know about how a uterus works is going to hurt us all and basically is in most cases as Selena sort of just said um, but I'll elaborate women don't know that they are pregnant in the time period that they would need to actually get an abortion and that is because six weeks of pregnancy and a six week old embryo are two different things um, they are based on when we start calculating pregnancy from a woman's last missed period and not based on 
assign, uh, you know, how long exactly a woman is. Um, and so most women will not know that they are even pregnant until after this period has passed and therefore will be completely, you know, unable to seek a safe and legal abortion um, under most of these laws. And so in that sense, um, you know, we, we just in a side note, we literally had one of these people say last week that if somebody has an atopic pregnancy, they should be able to remove the fetus from the fallopian tube, fallopian tube and reinsert it in the uterus. Like what? that's not how it works. There is no medical procedure in the entire country that does that. Um, and yet some of these bills are premised on scientific quote unquote premises that are not true or don't exist. Um, I, I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about some of the, the practical effects and implications that this will have on women, what this means for us, especially us who are still in our childbearing years. Um, first of all, abortions won't stop despite these recent bans. What's going to happen is that people of color and poor people in particular are going to be disproportionately criminalized because we're going to still going to have to need abortions for different reasons and situations. But if we can't get it legally, that doesn't mean that we can't that we're not going to try to get it. And to that note, it's really and I, you know, again, I don't want to jump the gun because we're going to talk more about this later on. It's mostly going to affect people who are not white because white women with money are always going to be able to access safe and legal abortions or safe abortions, even if they're not legal. It's going to be people that do not have money that mostly are not white that are going to be impacted the most by these kinds of laws. Uh, Stanley, before you jump in, I just want to leave a comment on Instagram Live. V Pesto says, sad part is that the men are making these decisions and they do not have this knowledge. Um, and then PRJ says they are doing it in a very dangerous way, which is true. If women can't get access to legal and safe abortions, a lot of us are going to have to revert back to what was called the the, um, the hanger technique where, you know, you would do anything it took to get rid of uh, to terminate that pregnancy. Stanley? Speaking of cell terminations, I think it's either Alabama or Georgia where they are going to be trying to penalize women who have miscarriages mm, if they yep. think that they can prove that they did it on purpose. And as we know that black women are five times more likely to have miscarriages, particularly in the later parts of their pregnancies than white women. What does that sound like to you? That sounds like another way to criminalize black women and put black women in jails and prisons. And for those of you who don't know, the fastest group of people going to jails and prisons right now is not black men. It's black women. And it's because women who have like gotten out of abusive situations by self-defense, sex workers, people who are addicted to drugs and now it looks like the next thing might be abortions yeah and you know what i'm glad that you brought that up stanley that's a very good point because this bill will disproportionately affect black women women of color the most now you know let's just note that black women have unequal access to quality health care number one and a study actually found that black women are often most subjected uh, subjected to unnecessary hysterectomy um Hysterectomy. Yes, hysterectomies. They also have more a uh, higher rate of infant mortality, pregnancy complications. So basically access to vital prenatal care is extremely important for black women. And if the fact is, if they're closing all of these Planned Parenthoods or they're not supporting different facilities that give black women access to uh, health care, then that's going to jeopardize black women and put them at risk. Uh, Alyssa, what can we talk about how this bill uh, in particular affects 
people of color, women of color? Yeah, I mean, so first thing before I even get into that is the fact that it's important to note that only 14% of Americans actually support these types of extreme laws, which means the majority of people in this country do not support these kinds of actions. But specifically, how these laws would affect women and affect black women specifically is that, one, obviously, it would make it very, very difficult to get an abortion in many, many places. Number two, it would almost make it criminal to get an abortion in most cases when you don't even know that you're pregnant. And by the time you do know that you're pregnant, um, you know, it would be impossible to get an abortion, which means women would nonetheless continue to seek abortions. Like, remember, banning abortion doesn't make abortions go away. It just makes it more difficult and more dangerous. And that affects women of color the most, as I sort of said earlier, is that white women are always with money, are always going to find a way to be able to get a safe abortion, even if it is illegal. It is black women who are not going to be able to access a safe abortion if it becomes illegal. And more to that point is by defunding Planned Parenthood, on top of the fact um, that you're banning abortions in almost all cases, um, by taking away money from Planned Parenthood, even short of banning abortions, most of the women who are using Planned Parenthood are low-income women, and most of those are low-income women of color, which means even if they're just going to Planned Parenthood to see a GYN, they're not going to have access to that kind of health care. So Nettie Chambray just asked a very important question on Instagram Live. She's said can these women go to another state to have an abortion uh and and i guess would insurance cover that so in georgia um under the the bill in georgia if you were to go to another state that would be conspiracy to murder and if you were to bring let's say a friend along with you or like the babies uh, i'm sorry uh, or your partner they would also be liable for um right as an accomplice so and in alabama they've even banned it so you can get abortion, um, the, the abortion medicine sent to you via mail. And they suggest that, like, you have a doctor, someone who can consult you just in case anything happens. And in Alabama, they're saying that you can't have a doctor consultation via phone or through, like, through text or through video chat or anything like that. Therefore, trying to neutralize their woman's ability to even do that. Alyssa, I know you perked up when I said that. Did you have something to add to it? No, I just actually wanted to read a comment that we got earlier from Cindy Gregg, who said, how in the world did it come to this? The assault on women is taking us back to the 1950s and will bring on illegal abortions all over the United States. I am appalled and saddened by these developments. It is so sad. Yeah, no, and it, it is so sad. And I know we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to ask the question, why are Republicans doing this? I mean, out of all the issues in the world, out of all the starving children right here in the United States, why are we trying to so-called save these these embryos and these fetus? We're going to talk about that. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. It tastes so damn good. Oy. Oh, we're back. Hey. Yes, we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM. The you got voice 10 cents in your back pocket? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Five cents in your... All right. All right okay. I'm glad Stanley's lightening up the mood because we're talking about a, a very horrible thing that's going on, these anti-abortion laws. And thank you to everyone who are who is listening, who are listening via Instagram Live. I see your comments. I see those questions as well as on Facebook Live. Thank you for sticking with us despite the technical difficulties that we had earlier today. Now, before we get to the next question, which is why are Republicans doing this? I wanted to mention a very important comment from PR Jade on Instagram Live. She said, because of these abortion bans, suicide will increase for little girls. As like the 11 year old who was raped by her uncle, whose story went viral. Others out there may not come forward now because they they do not know 
if they can use the system to abort their pregnancies. That's a really, really good point because when you have these little girls who are victims of rape and incest and they're not going to go to the police because, you know, what if that person who did it is their uncle or is their father? Like, wh- what are they supposed to do if they can't go to the Planned Parenthood? No. And police, like, there's a, there's a been increasing reports of police arguing with women when they say they've been raped and saying that they're lying or saying it's not true or not submitting rape cases, I mean, rape kits when they've been completed. So... How do you even know that when you go to the officer that they will do what they're supposed to do and actually pursue the case? There's not really clear protections for women, especially when it comes to issues of sexual assault. So, I mean, I I totally understand the reticence. This is a really messed up situation. Right. And, you know, I think like that is a valid point. But what gets lost in that is that it doesn't like, yes, in those extreme cases, you should absolutely have access to abortion. But I think what gets lost in that when we focus on those cases, as important as they are, is that a woman shouldn't need a reason for wanting to have an abortion. Like one, it's none of your business. Mm -hmm. Number two, if a woman wants to have an abortion, that's her right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this has been a constitutional right since 1973. Um, And and and. And this is really about controlling women and about subjugating women. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, and and it doesn't mean that you know we shouldn't focus on those extreme cases. But at the end of the day, by focusing so much on extreme cases, we forget that there are just women who get pregnant when they maybe are young or maybe when they're not young, right. and they have other things going on in their life, and they don't want to have a baby. They can't afford to have a baby. They don't have the support, and they're like. I do not want to carry this child to term. And that is a valid reason to have an abortion. In fact, any reason that a woman gives for wanting to have an abortion is a valid reason to have an abortion. Stanley, quickly. Listen, man, what if one night she's gone off the Henny and she gave somebody some who she wouldn't usually give us some to and the condom popped or it didn't work. And now she's like, damn, I'm pregnant. With Andre's baby? Nah. <laughs> if, the, if she wants to get an abortion, let her, because Henny will make you do things sometimes. Well, so why are Republicans doing this, right? So that's the question that I posed before we went on break. So here's a theory that my colleague uh, said at Black Enterprise. She wrote a piece speculating that in light of what a lot of Republicans and a lot of white conservatives call the browning of America, she says white Republicans are now, maybe they're trying to force more white women to have white babies in order to make America white again. So, again, that was a, a, a very interesting take from my colleague Samara Lynn. Alyssa, why do you think Republicans are doing this? I mean, well, I'll tell you, I don't think it's for that reason, okay. um, because of some of the statistics we just went over. And like I mentioned at the beginning, and I'll mention again, white women with money who want to have abortions are going to have them. They're going to access them. Um, and so that theory doesn't seem to fit with me. I'll tell you another reason why they're not doing that, why they're doing this. And it's not because they're pro-life, because if they were actually pro-life, then they would want to subsidize prenatal care. They would want to guarantee maternal leave. They want to ensure that pre-existing conditions are covered so that women can get access to health care. They would want to provide a social safety net for single mothers. Um, and they don't want to do anything, these things. Um, in fact, they want, in some cases, there to be the death penalty for women who get an abortion. So I'll tell you, it's not because they're pro-life. Um, why are they doing this? They are doing this to control women. And they are doing this because of the Supreme Court. As I mentioned at the beginning, um, Brett Kavanaugh is on the Supreme Court now. Neil Gorsuch is on the Supreme Court. Now, since 1973, when Roe versus Wade became law, Republicans have been trying to figure out a way to chip away with fr- uh, at that law um, because they don't think that a woman should have a constitutional right to get an abortion. And they've been doing that through piecemeal legislation. But now that they have a conservative court and they think there's an opportunity for Roe versus Wade to get overturned, they are going as far as they can, as fast as they can, um, to pass very extreme laws so that this can get to the Supreme Court so that maybe, just maybe, the Supreme Court's going to say, mm, no more right to get an abortion. 
Stanley? I agree with your coworker. They are trying really? to Really? Yeah. Um, white people aren't producing at the same level they are. By 2045, the U.S. is expected to be a country that is majority pers- people of color. Um, yeah, so rich white, ma- white women can get abortions, but there's a lot of poor white women, and those poor white women can have a lot of kids. And then also, it's a lot easier to control women and women in the workforce when they are forced out of it because they had to take care of their kids. So that is actually an economy with certain inability to put more white men into white spaces and some white jobs. And then also, the more chaos there is, the more people that are stuck in poverty, the easier it is to control people. I think this is all about power and control on white supremacy. Um, really quickly, I know that we have a comment and then we're going to get to the next thing I have. Yes. Yeah, so Robert Paradox Gonzalez said those who voted for that bill will find backdoor methods for abortion for their wives and mistresses and kids. And I think that's true. We've already right. seen yeah. that multiple yes. times. So here's the thing. When it comes to solutions, Alyssa Milano, who is a renowned feminist as well as an actress, okay. she said, let's go on a sex strike. She said, ladies, box it up, close it up. No more sex with men until we can get some uh, uh, some pro women's reproductive rights bills and health care going for us. Um, guys, what do you think of the no sex until we actually get some, I guess, progress on this issue? So women don't enjoy sex as well. I, I don't I think. I, I appreciate her trying to do something. She <laughs> should probably leave the doing to the people that actually have done it and have their skills. Women enjoy sex, and that takes away agency from from gay women, from fluid women, from like asexual women. And also, it makes it seem like the only way you can understand or respect the issues that women are facing as a man is if your ability to get sexual pleasure from them is threatened. And that in and of itself is problematic. And like, like you think, well, I'm not going to personalize it from my relationship, but... You think women just like have sex because they have to? They enjoy it too. No, that's true. But I think it also takes away women's agency to say that like she should have sex if she, you know, just to go against the sex ban. You know, like yeah, if a woman wants to have sex and there's a supposedly a sex boycott going on, then she has the agency to have that sex. But if a woman doesn't want to have sex because she wants to be like, no, men are trash, and like until you start to get it, I'm not gonna have sex with you. Then maybe she shouldn't, or you know, maybe she should just sleep with women because apparently the problem here. Men. Um, nobody's telling me. Oh, I that's have, why you like this. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. Nobody's telling me that I should go on a sex strike. Why? Because I don't sleep with men. <laughs> oh, so like all the women are gonna be like, just looking at, looking in your direction. Well, not you anymore, because you know you're off the market. Yeah, I'm off but the like, market. But you know, well, so, so here's my caveat to the sex ban, mm-hmm. which is, ladies, if you want to do the sex ban, but you still want to have sex, have sex with women. <laughs> <laughs> women and uh, lesbian relationships are 85. percent They they are eight. They have orgasms 85 percent of the time, as opposed to 60 five percent of the time with men that's crazy um so prj left a comment on instagram live she says she loves Alyssa milano but she doesn't know if anyone is going to go along with the sex strike i i agree with you but i know there are some women who say at least something is being done when Alyssa milano first put this tweet out about the sex strike mm-hmm. it went viral and i got a lot of people riled up and they were like hold on what is she talking about and they started paying more attention to this issue so i support that i just want to shout out a comment from a sharon mills she goes this conversation about the sex strike will speed up the sex robot production Ooh, that's <laughs> interesting it, i mean listen we want to do things but a sex strike is not the way and there's just a lot of problematic things about this. You've really got to think about the way that we view sex and we view getting sex from women. This does nothing but reinforce that. You really want to be careful. Sex is not a thing that men get from women. That's not what it is. It is something that two people share and hopefully enjoy together. So to say that women have to say none of this 
it makes it seem like it goes right back to that thinking. And that also feeds into rape culture. So we can have a whole other segment about that as well. But I really want to just say this sex strike is deeply problematic. All right. So the sex strike ain't it. Okay. No. So we'll leave that off Bust the table. Bust open for justice. Okay. I'll leave that right there as well. But how? So let's talk about the plausible solutions that we should be enacting that should be done to protect protect women's reproductive rights. Alyssa. So you know, getting back to my favorite girl, Elizabeth Warren, she came up with a plan because apparently Elizabeth Warren has a plan about a lot of things, and nobody listens to her because, um, you know, I don't know, she's black. Oh no, 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 that's not it. It's mainly because she's a woman, right? Um, you know, which feeds into this conversation as well. Um, so she called for the repeal of the Hyde Amendment, and the Hyde Amendment is an amendment which prohibits publicly funded health care like Medicaid from covering abortion. Um, she says that we should also codify Roe versus Wade into federal law. Uh, she specifically urged Congress to create a federal statutory right to uh, abortion that blocks states from interfering with either a doctor's provision of abortion as health care, because after all, abortion is health care. Um, and she further urged the passage of the Women's Health Protection Act, which has already been introduced in Congress, and the act would overturn state-level obstacles to abortion like this Alabama law. Um, she's called for the repeal of the global gag rule, which blocks non-governmental uh, organizations from receiving U.S. funding um, if they provide or even refer women to abortion clairs. She um, closed by endorsing the Each Woman Act, which would prohibit private insurance companies from refusing to cover abortion services. So these are some real concrete things that Liz Warren has proposed, and they're definitely things that we should be supporting um, and should be urging our representatives to support as well. Stanley, really quickly, I cannot skip you. Tell us okay. why, in your final comments, it's mm -hmm. so important for men in particular to care about this issue. If you care about women, if you care about the freedom of all people, you should be fighting for this issue. And if you don't understand why women should have a right to reproductive rights, then you need to like take a, a little history lesson about what happens when you take away power from people for no reason. Because it'll be them today, but it'll be you tomorrow. Thank you. Well said. And I just want to end this conversation by just reemphasize very four very important points that we talked about through the entire conversation. Number one, abortion bans do not stop women from ha having abortions. Number two, bans make it more dangerous and expensive for women to simply terminate their pregnancies. Number three, these bans are shutting down health care facilities that low income women of color in particular need and depend on when it comes to vital health care. And number four. Not only will these bans be devastating for all women, they will be a crisis and an epidemic for women of color. That's why we have to continue to not only pay attention, but go to the polls. The 2020 election is right around the corner, and it's up to us to not only vote in progressives who will support women's rights, but make sure we're calling our friends, our cousins, and you know whoever it is who may be living in these red states like Alabama and Georgia, and telling them, hey, it's more important. It's, it's almost more important for you to go to the polls and to vote come election season to protect Roe versus Way and protect all of our rights. That being said, I want to thank everyone who chimed in and listened in today on Let Your Voice Be Heard. We saw all your comments on Facebook as well as Instagram. And we want to say you can please continue to support us on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com slash Be Heard Radio. If you give a small donation and support us, then we will continue to support the issues and the causes that matter to you. On that note, happy Sunday, and we'll see you again.